0: Hello, and welcome to Inkspire from Tharsten, the podcast that talks about all the different ways that you can help your print business to lead the way. In each episode, we'll cover a range of topics such as the latest and greatest technologies for printers, industry trends, and knowledge that could help your business run faster and smarter.
1: So, here we go. Okay, hello. So, welcome to uh, the Inkspire podcast. Uh, I'm Ross Edwards, your host. I'm one of the Customer Enrollment Managers here at Carson and the proud host of the Inkspire podcast series. Uh, today, I'm joined by uh, Jake Oates, who's our Digital Experience Specialist. What's that, you might ask? So we're going to find out in a little bit um, from Jake more about what it is he does. But today, we wanted to focus on particular. Um, this is going to be a series um, of podcasts. Talking about how to drive uh, traffic to your website. So, we've got um, uh, about five or six um, uh, episodes that we're going to do on this breaking it because it's a big topic uh, and a very important topic to businesses. Something I'm uh, trying to learn about myself as well and think is really important. Uh, So, we're going to cover off uh, different topics as we go through, uh, starting uh, with uh, website uh, optimization and keywords. Uh, and then we're also going to be covering, in the future of the series, we're going to talk about social media, uh, pay-per-click advertising, social media advertising, uh, link building, and, and design, and all, all key things that all uh, contribute, uh, as jake going to tell us uh, about today, that all contribute to uh, driving traffic to your website to, to generate leads and to generate traffic. So, um, first of all, let me uh, introduce uh, Jake. Uh, Jake, welcome to the podcast. Thanks for your time. Thank you very much for having me, Ross. It's uh, great to have you here. So, um, Jake, first of all, digital experience specialist, yeah. website design, all of that sort of um, less you know, less so web design, yeah, more more about the the, the, the technicalities behind it. Yeah. So, so tell us how, how 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 did you get into it? So I know you, I know that you're very passionate about this. Tell yeah, tell us um, what, what what got you into it.
0: So I've been I've been working in sort of digital marketing, SEO. Um, that sort of online space for 10 years. So yeah, I started as an apprentice. Um, yeah, went went to my first ever job interview and I got got the job. Did okay. my apprenticeship, sort of learned my trade there, if you yeah. will. Um, and then ended up here at Tharston and couldn't be happier. And I think it helps that I work with a, a great team as well.
1: So yeah, that's me in a nutshell. Cool. I think what Jake's not not mentioned here as well is, uh, is, is that uh, um, you also do a lot of this in your, in your spare time as well for your own passions outside of... Yeah, so
0: I'm, I'm well a big North End fan, Preston, Preston North, North End, End, End fan. Too. And I have, outside of the club podcast, I have the only fan run Preston North End podcast. Uh, and obviously we've got a website to supplement that. We're averaging probably about 2,000 organic visitors a month. Okay, so what is, it, what is an organic visitor? So, about? an organic visitor is someone that will go onto Google or Bing or something like that, search for a, a story or a product or a service, and the results that you get in the search engine ranking pages or the search. They click on and you that, click page on that and page. that brings them. So, organic traffic is, is, is the
1: one that you want to target. That's the golden traffic, is it? Because it's free. Right. Okay. Ultimately, it's free traffic. So yeah, that's right. So yeah, so when you said a little bit more about it, so organic is kind of the, that's what the holy grail, that everyone wants lots of organic, um, um, clicks or leads to, to Yeah, you, you want people
0: finding your website in the search engine, clicking on your link. Into your website, ultimately yeah. filling out a form, making an inquiry, or buying a product, whatever it may be.
1: So, what we're going to talk about today is probably, I'm, I'm guessing, is kind of the we talked about SEO, which is search engine optimization. Yeah. And, so, and kind of all the website optimization. This is kind of the starting ground, isn't yeah, it, to getting organic. I'm going to go into the
0: the basics of laying yeah. the foundations for your website so that it is in a position to be found in the search engines. Yeah, and how to correctly optimise your site and your pages on your site okay. um in order to appeal to the search engines yeah. And, and yeah basically lay lay the foundations okay. for your website. So you've got your domain. You then want to go in to Google Analytics, okay. set up Google Analytics on your website, that enables you to track your visitors to your okay, website, yeah, yeah. where they're coming from, how they're getting there what device they're using, what time of day they're landing on your website. Mm-hmm. You've got a real time option. So you can go on at any point in the day, yeah. click the real time view, if you will. Um, and it'll show you how many people are on the website, what page they are visiting, how many page views they've had. So when someone lands on your website, that is called a session Yeah. and per session you'll have page views. So when you're looking at the real time thing, it'll show you how many page views that person has viewed if you will yes okay um so that is number one set up google analytics yeah because you're gonna need it number two is set up google search console which used to be google webmaster tools okay so search console is basically it'll help you understand how your site is performing in the search engines and what google thinks of your website it'll give you pointers things to improve on there's reports in there so it'll show you if you've got any errors on your website and um, it'll show you if you've been hit with a penalty by google so if you're doing some heinous act um which again we will come on to the heinous acts uh, later okay. in another episode um i'm intrigued <laughs> yeah yeah so google search consoles it's, it's like um it's like a report base if you will it, yeah. it shows the performance of your website improvements that you can make anything that you need to be aware of that yeah. could be hampering your website um and these are kind of free things yeah have, it's no? completely free just free you, tools you can... just go online search for google search console or google analytics and it'll guide you through step by step how to set up if you're not very technical you might need a bit of help um so obviously you have to verify that you are the domain owner yeah um, which requires you I think with Google Analytics, there's a few different options, but the way I usually do it is um, I would add a file that Google Analytics presents me. I would add that file to the back end of my website so that when it crawls the website, it knows that it's issued me that file and it's on my website so it knows the website is mine and then again just on the search console thing the other one that i would set up is bing webmaster tools so obviously you got bing search engine google search engine they've just got their around yeah. the same thing basically but yeah so yeah they're just some quick starting points if you will that i would just say they're they're just they're a must if you will um when you're setting up your website or if you've got a website and you haven't set that up then i would just whatever you're doing go in and do that now yeah so you've got those options but the one thing that you need to ensure is that your website is responsive um so nowadays mobile traffic has completely overtaken desktop okay so back in january 2013 according to StatCounter.com, desktop usage has been in decline and mobile usage has been on the rise okay yeah and then uh, I think it was around November 2016 when they finally crossed over.
1: Um, so mobile users, peaked Mobile desktop users went above
0: desktop users. So desktop users were declining. Obviously mobile was rising and they crossed over. And yeah. I think it was around October, November 2016. And it was minimal. It was like the bloody uh, referendum vote. It was like 51-49 <laughs> or 52-48, whatever it was. But when that happened, it was, it was a key moment because I think that signaled what a lot of SEOs and digital marketers knew was coming. And that was that mobile is going to be the way forward. Yeah. Uh, and obviously as smartphones have developed, we've had to ensure that websites are keeping up because if you go onto a, a website on your phone and it's not responsive, yeah i if you have to zoom in and out it's yeah. giving you a bad experience you're more than likely and again the data shows this gonna leave that website go back to the search results and click on the next one now and if yes. your website hey and you're the one at the top of the list but you've got an awful uh user experience because your website isn't responsive yeah you're losing a customer yeah or a potential customer and the other thing, so another thing that Google look at when they're deciding who to rank where for certain keywords or key phrases is click-through rate. So that is the rate at which users click through to your website from the search engine. Okay. Um but also conversely they look at exit rate. So right. basically if someone lands on a website and they leave after two seconds, more often than not, that's because they've had a bad experience so they will look at that again there's hundreds and hundreds of these different ranking signals that google look at yeah um so you want to ensure that your website is fully optimized for different mobile screens you've got yeah. like iphone 4 and iphone 5 that have got little three four inch screens and then you've got like your iphone 11s that have got the the big massive six inch screens yeah um and obviously your website needs to be able to perform
1: as best as it can on mm-hmm. each of different, different devices. Screens. So <coughs> responsiveness is about how the website reshapes itself, yeah, adapts itself to yeah. the device that you're and again, looking on it on. A lot of these online
0: web builders will ensure that that is the case. It might be a, a basic level, if you will, but yeah. it, it's there, it's better than it not being responsive at all. Whereas if you're in a position to pay decent money for a website, you will absolutely have a responsive website. But yeah, it's something that maybe not
1: a lot of people are aware of. Mm-hmm. So, very good point. Yeah. Yeah, it needs to. It, it, I think we all know where we, we you know, I can think of websites where I've been on. Yeah. And then you're having to zoom in and zoom out of bit to try and find that specific information. Yeah. it, it, it I mean, it makes me want to give up. And, and I, I can, yeah, I think well. it, probably the, 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 the sense behind that as well is thinking about what your website is going to have on it, probably yeah. and the type of content. And, and as we talk further on in the series, when we're talking about if somebody is is being driven to our website via social media. Yeah, it's much more likely that they're looking at that social media on a handheld device yeah. or on a phone or tablet or something rather than on the website. Most people use LinkedIn app Facebook app, you know, I can't remember yeah. the last time I actually went onto Facebook's website on, at, computer. on my yeah. computer. It's something that you access through there. So if you are going to be doing in your plans, lots of social media and, and, and content driven marketing, then that is probably really important yeah, to key. think about that whilst at the moment, three quarters of our traffic was coming from desktop, even within a short space of, of, of like less, just less than a year, yeah. We've started to see that increase of more people coming via mobile, mobile devices.
0: Yeah, yeah, and and mobile devices. I wouldn't even include tablets in that. Tablets, uh, a lot of people have them, but and again, I think this is across the board, not just in the printing industry, yeah. but across the board. Um, you're looking at maybe ten percent of users on tablets. So yeah. you, people would think mobile device and maybe include tablet in that, but. Yeah separate it's, it's not it's it, that's even lower than on than what desktop traffic's are so yeah it is it's mo- mobile's key um obviously it's the way of the world and yeah. people are on the go all the time we've got these devices in our pocket that we can just search for anything at any moment and yeah. get an answer to it but if we don't have a good experience while we're doing it we're not going to make that same mistake again and we're going to look for something yeah. different which leads to you losing a potential customer and your competitor, getting it. So yeah, they're just some just some key points really. Just some basic points that I think Really important ones so. by Yeah. Anyone in, in a position where they've either just got a website or they have a website that they've maybe neglected for a few years, I think they're you building blocks that you need to go in and do first and
1: foremost. And so um these are these things, whether you are doing this yourself or, or more importantly, if you're getting somebody in to do it for you, which often a lot of businesses do, at least these are key points that you can, you can validate with your designer. Yeah, it's like, or you know, whoever's sorting the website out, that, that they're, they're ticking off these key things because if, if they're not, then they probably, you know, perhaps don't quite know what they're doing. Yeah, and maybe yeah, yeah. need to think about you'd getting, want to be asking. Somewhere. why not so yeah so so it's, we're trying kind to of cover the the, the the basics there of, of getting started and making sure it's responsive so that it, it's it's uh, fitting reshaping itself to, to yeah. different mobile devices so that it better user experience and then making use of some of the tools like google analytics uh, google search console and bing, bing webmaster console.
0: tools okay. well yeah same, 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 same difference
1: and jake has uh, done, a, done a um article on our website yeah. a, um the white paper on this as the first part of it but is, is actually writing more yeah, yeah uh, to follow man. up on that as well which which actually inspired us I think when reading through this and, and the response that we had from particular articles that maybe we should delve deeper into this and, and do this podcast series today yeah good just go into a bit more detail yeah yeah definitely it's uh, it's all really interesting stuff so um so yeah so we've kind of Look to them basics. So today we're going to talk about the the actual starting foundations of this, which is the the website optimization. Yeah, so there's two key things,
0: really. There's your on-site, on-page optimization. And as part of that, uh, a key thing is your keyword research. That dictates the content on your website, ultimately. So the the, the starting point for me um, would be, if you're a printing company, yeah, is to break down all the things that your website will offer, all the products, the services, and whatnot. So, if you take SoloPress.com as okay. an example, they have what I presume are their main products uh, and services in the header of the website. Yeah. So the header of the website is the thing at the top of the page that's yeah. got all your little your buttons, basically, that take yeah. you to the different parts of the website. So in there. They've got flyers and leaflets, business cards, brochures, roller banners, posters, and free online design service. And then next to that, they've also got a uh, view all products, um, which you just hover over that and it drops down with all the products that they do. Okay. But I presume the ones that they've got in the in the main navigation bar, yeah, the main ones, they their money makers, if you will. Yeah. So if you can break down the products and services that your business offers yeah into say use solar press as an example those six or seven key areas that is the beginnings of your keyword research so you've got your six starting points for the the topic of the content yeah so they will dictate which pages you're going to have on your website so you'll have a page Dedicated to roller banners, you'll have a page dedicated to flyers and leaflets. You'll have a page dedicated to business cards, yeah, and so on. Mm-hmm.
1: So the, the, these headers that we're talking about here, uh, it's, it's helping design the structure of your website. Yeah. but are you saying that these are also playing a role in um, in, in, in how that optimises people coming to your website? Yeah. Um,
0: so when Google Google have. Uh, Use Google as an example because I suspect the vast majority of people listening yeah. use Google. Mm-hmm. Obviously, people use Bing or Internet Explorer or Edge. I think it's called. Yeah, that, it's, it's, Maps, it's, it gives us a good starting point. As an yeah, so Google and it's the same with all search engines have uh, bots that crawl the web. Yeah, when they come onto your website and crawl your website, they especially now uh, with the advances in AI and all that sort of stuff, they try to understand your content and the context of your content. Yeah. Um, when I started out in digital marketing, it used to be as easy as you could pay someone $5 to write a 500 word article and it could be the worst 500 word article you've ever read. It didn't have to make any sense whatsoever. But if you had say your keyword was online business card printing, for yeah. example, If that was your keyword that you wanted your website to rank for, as long as this 500-word article had, say, five, six, seven mentions of that keyword in that exact phrase. Yeah. And you just linked from website A to your website by hyperlinking that text. So you make that a clickable link. When Google crawled that website, again, we'll come onto this in the link building episode, but Google views links as votes. Yeah. so, yeah, back when I started, you could have... It was basically, the more links you get, the higher you're a rank for your keyword, which obviously is wrong.
1: Because,
0: mm. as was shown 10 years ago, it was
1: easy. to just cheated the system. Yeah,
0: very easy to gain. So, now, when you segment things and you've got your topics and all that sort of stuff, when Google's crawling, mm-hmm. uh, the website, it's... with uh, Like I said, with the advances in AI and, and how things have developed over the last 10 years, Google understands the context of a page and what it's about. So if you had a page titled business cards yeah. but all the content on it was about roller banners, Google now will know that that's it not advanced. the case. Yeah. Um, so the chances are that page is going to rank for roller banners, not business cards, yeah. uh, in the search engine. But yeah, so you'll have these topics and they're like your starting point. There's numerous different ways to actually go into detail into how to do keyword research, which I won't go into now. Um, Maybe we'll cover it in a separate episode because I could talk for hours about it. There's tons and tons of different ways. Um, Making note of that one then. (laughs) One of the SEO tools that we use, uh, Ahrefs, they have put a lot of effort into building their YouTube channel recently and they've got a few videos on there that go into detail on how to do keyword research. Okay. using their tool, yeah. um, but you can get—I think—you can get a seven-day free trial on it, so it's worthwhile having an SEO tool. I'll say that. Yeah. So, yeah, if, if you want to know a bit more about keyword research and the, the ins and outs of it, then go and check it out just YouTube. It—it's yeah. that easy. So, as I mentioned back in the day when I first started out, and you just had to get. Any form of content, but as long as your keywords were in there and they were linking, someone was linking to you, it didn't matter if the content made sense. Now, because of how Google understands context, what people used to do is um, something called keyword stuffing. Mm -hmm. So they would stuff as many variations of the keyword that they wanted to rank for into the content on their page. Yeah. So it could be print business cards online, online business card printers, online business card printers near me or whatever. And they would try and stuff as many different variations of that into their page so that it would rank for their core keyword, which would be online business printing, and then all the different variations as well. Um, Now, you're more than likely to get a penalty if you do that. Um, So a penalty would be, you would either see a ranking decrease in the search engines or you would just drop out of the search engines altogether uh, depending on the severity of the penalty yeah Uh, again that's something i'll come on to a bit more detail in the link building episode um so then something else to consider when you're building your website and you want to obviously get visitors coming through to it is your url structure so there's often these days a lot of convoluted really long unnecessarily long urls that you will see on the web it might be www.example.com forward slash potatoes forward slash something else and then it'll be a hyphen and then a load of numbers or characters question mark asterisk whatever it is yeah and it just looks messy it doesn't really tell you what it is why it's there so Clear, a concise, and a simple URL structure is something else to consider. Not so much from a search engine point of view, but absolutely from a user point of view. So, using Tharson's website as an example. I just,
1: yeah, I was just going to say I, I've just seen this when I've been on our website. So, so yeah. to, you it, go to
0: you go to
1: Yeah. And then if you want to learn about our core
0: MIS, you click on the Core MIS button in the header. Yeah. It would take you to Tharston.com forward slash core hyphen MIS. Yeah. Um, and then obviously the content on the page is relevant to that. And then if you wanted to see one of the integrations, yeah, um, say a HubSpot integration, for example, yeah, you would click on that and the URL structure, I think, is Tharston.com forward slash print hyphen MIS hyphen integrations yeah. hyphen other because it's in the other integration section mm. hyphen HubSpot. So
1: from a user point of view, yeah. that's
0: easy because you can see the path you've taken to get there. So if you wanted to go back to the other page, mm. you would just take HubSpot out of the URL, hit enter, and it takes you to the other page. If yeah. you wanted to go back to the print MIS integrations page, you take HubSpot and other out of the URL, hit enter, and it takes you to the MIS integration page. It allows page. us to navigate around, does not
1: it? Yeah. And, 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 and I, I mean, I, I, I had noticed that on our website, a okay, change, and the, the, so... For me as well. Like if I if I'm sending somebody a link, yeah, then I, I don't even need to sometimes bother explaining what that link is, yeah. Because like for example, your blog it's tharson.com forward slash blog, yeah. Forward slash part dash one, and then it's how to drive your customer to your web to print website. It's got some yeah. dashes in there, yeah. But I can I can copy that link and send it to someone via email or yeah. whatever, and it, it, it explains to them already what that, yeah, what that is. Yeah, it's clear to see, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's, um, it's genius, yeah. So a, a clear yeah. URL structure is, for
0: me, it's key. Yeah. Um, it, it's obviously good for the search engines because it's easy for them when they're crawling the website. Yeah. The, the If the URL structure follows a clear pattern, they know where they're going they know mm-hmm. where they've come from and all that sort of thing mm-hmm. but the same applies to the user yeah they can look at the url and they know where they are they know where they've come from and if you know you never know what situation someone's in they might be visually impaired they might not be used to using a website whatever mm-hmm. it may be but if it's easy to see that all you have to do is take something out of the url to go yeah. back to another page then yeah it's it's easy like a lot of people might not know about the back button in a browser. Probably do, but I suspect there's some people out there that don't. So again, if it's easy to see that you can just remove something from a URL and that'll take you to two pages ago, then winner winner. Yeah. You've got plenty of optimized images on there. Yeah. So again, this isn't something that many people would think about. You just think save an image off Google Images, upload it to your website, provided you've got the copyright usage, because obviously you don't want to be breaking copyright law. Yeah. Um, but if your images aren't optimized correctly, that will lead to your website slowing down when it loads. Thus, a bad experience for the user. Thus, the user going off your website back to the search engine, yeah. clicking on someone else, you've lost a potential customer. So there's loads of tools online. If you just you can just Google that like image optimization tool or something like that. Mm-hmm. If you've got an image that you want to use in a blog post or on a piece uh sorry on a page product page or a service page you want to make sure that it's correctly optimized so that it's a smaller file it loads quicker okay um and it ultimately doesn't slow the page load time down so you will not lose as many people yeah. off your website so if it's just your images that are doing that then you're going to be kicking yourself because everything else is on point Yeah, uh, is where you would want yeah, yeah. it to be
1: um, so, it's kind of a way of just making sure that your files aren't too big a size. That it takes 10 take, seconds as opposed to, it's to three seconds to bit. load. Mm.
0: Um, so, yeah, the, 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 the flyers and leaflets page on Solo Press is ultimately is a helpful page. It mm. lists all the products that they sell, mm. um, it's structured right, it's structured well. Yeah, At the, Toward the bottom of the page, they have an FAQ section. Yeah. So, again, when you're talking content on a page, and you're targeting topics and questions and things like that, when Google's crawling this and it sees the FAQ section, it sees mm-hmm. the, the summary of the page being about fires and leaflets, it, it's giving it a, a swath, a swathe, whatever, however you say yeah, I don't okay. it, of other keywords that it can rank your page for that you won't have thought about because I think it's something like 15% of searches on Google daily have never been searched before. Right. So if you imagine there's millions, probably billions of searches going on every day on Google and 15% of those have never been searched before. So it's like a
1: brand new set of keywords that you're yeah. no searching on. There's an element of
0: that will apply to your website, even though you probably think it won't, it mm. will. You know, there's thing mistypes happen, um, spelling mistakes happen so you've got all these things to consider that the reasons that a search will never have been seen before yeah as well as the fact that people have different interests and different understanding of things that again leads to a different search so having things like an FAQ section obviously the the summary content of the page sorry something else I forgot to mention when you're optimizing your images is your alt tag um, so when you're uploading an image on your website you will have an option to edit your alt tag and again that is it's something for the search engines that when they crawl it, it gives them an understanding of what the image is okay so when you search from on google images it's generally the alt tag that leads to that image show it for whatever your search is yeah so if you've uploaded a picture of um, a black and blue roller banner, for example. Yeah. You would type in your alt tag black and blue roller banner. Yeah. So, again, when it's crawling the page, it reads the alt tag, understands what the image is of. And that's how it knows how to show the image for the certain keyword or yes. key phrase. So, this page on Solo Press, you've got loads of optimized images in that they load quickly, they're a good size, and they're optimized for search in that the alt tag describes what that image is. So if it's um, a flyer for a birthday party or a hen do or something like yeah. that, the, the alt text on these images says, stag do flyer from 12 pound or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. The, the other thing that they've got on the page toward the bottom is they have two instructional how to videos. Again, it's just good for user experience that if you're on this page, and you're unsure of something, and there's a video there that you just have to click play. And yes, answers your question for you in 40 seconds. Yeah, it.
1: So, props to Solo Press. <laughs> yeah, um, they've you've done a lot of good things. What, they've done a lot of what, good right things. things. It's great, and it's great that you've take, taken that as an example as well. You know, um, uh, obviously, we could have talked about our own website and all the yeah. of that, but it, it, it's, it's good to just talk about a, uh, an example relevant. In, I so wanted to go more more from a B 2 C point of view. Yes,
0: um, with it, uh, it's, it's just a bit easier. Yes, um, not to say that we don't do plenty of good stuff because we do, but I also don't want to sound like
1: I'm blowing my own or I'm blowing our own, yeah, of course, of course, no, I'll do that for you, Jake. It is very good. <laughs> so, I mean, that is an interesting thing. So, so you know, there's the the B 2 C approach. Lots of print businesses are B two B, and maybe a communication specialists. Yeah, you not know, just you know uh, some great websites out there where where, where the businesses is, is presenting themselves not as just we do print, but we offer a solution. Yeah, we yeah. offer communi- you know communication experts and um, and and can build everything around. Print is just one of the things. that we Yeah, do. it's just one of the facets. Of. So so that but the same rules would apply in terms of thinking of your of your. Um, your h1 tags, yeah. Um, and, and your, your, your titles, and how you do Every, everything down. that I've covered there
0: can be applied to any website. Yeah. Um, and I'd I you all of it needs to be to be honest. Yeah. Um, it's so competitive now in terms of trying to rank organically, and like I said at the start, organic traffic is what you want because yeah. it's free. Yeah, but it's becoming much harder to get. Yeah, so if you're not putting yourself in the best position possible by laying the foundations correctly, yeah, you're going to struggle. Yeah, or spend your money on, or ultimately you end up spending a lot of cash. Yeah, yeah, cool. Yeah, but no, I think, yeah, that's pretty much it to be honest for the basics of. Correctly optimising your website yeah.
1: in order to bring traffic to it. Yeah, so it's kind of it, it's that it, it's not just the content of your website; it's thinking about how you're tagging that in the background, how you're structuring it. Yeah, so that you and and the, and the keywords behind there that are, are kind of congruent with what is actually in that page yeah. as well. Um, so it, it's it, so the keywords need to be. Relevant to what your customers are probably going to search for, uh-huh. but then also it needs to be within the, the content of that page. It needs to match as well to really optimize it. That yeah. If you click on this page of, of of business cards, that in there you're going to see business cards. Mm-hmm. You're going to see text about business cards. You're going to see more information about yeah. that, or if it, if it's about direct mail you know the, the type of services that it's all going to Needs to be relevant. follow through yeah. um, and as you click through that it's, it's going to um, keep on referring to these different keywords yeah uh, and then also in the actual url at the top you were talking there about the importance of trying to keep that structure simple nice and simple yeah. it helps the user to see whereabouts on the, on the website they are how they can get back and forth on that and also it helps the search yeah. engines. Too. I mean
0: ultimately in the last decade that I've been working in this industry it's, it's gone from optimising for the search engine to optimising for the user and by virtue of optimising for the user you are optimising for the search engine
1: yeah. purely because of the way the world has changed. So it's, it's become about user experience.
0: Yeah. yeah large Like
1: customer experience. Which, uh, yeah, yeah. You know, That's great because I know that's something that we're really passionate about, isn't it? I mean, our website
0: obviously ties into that as well because you know we get a lot of inquiries through the website Mm -hmm. and it's often the first port of call for a lot of those people. So if they come onto a bad website and Mm -hmm. have a bad experience, it's going to put them off. But because of how we are as a business and the staff that we have, all very approachable, we all strive towards providing
1: Good customer
0: experience. The yeah. website is just an extension of that.
1: Yeah, it needs to. So no. yeah, no, I and mean, it's, it's, it's it relates really to the uh, webinar that we did with uh, Gumbinder uh, from Baker Child and, yeah. and uh at uh, 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 Marketing as well. They're just talking about new new strategies for marketing to, to, to increase your sales and generate more leads and and a lot of that was about content and customer experience mm-hmm. and that that. That driving people to you through content and um, but but that that's by the time somebody's come to you as, a, as like a qualified lead that, that they have probably already made a lot of their decisions about this business anyway yeah um, I'm not saying they've made a decision that they're going to buy your product no but they've formed an opinion they, they've, yeah they, they've, they've identified that your values and uh, your why what you do what yeah. you offer matches what, what they're interested in yeah, as well. So they want have. to have a conversation with you. Um, and so they've all, almost all already done a lot of the research yeah. through, the web, through the website, through social media, through, through that. Yeah, so ultimately, all if, you can make,
0: if you can make a connection with a customer through your website, it's only going to benefit you. Yeah. Oh, sorry, a potential customer, yeah. it's only going to benefit you. Yeah. And yeah, I think that's ultimately what we tried to do with relaunching the faster website. Yes.
1: Yes. Yeah, like
0: I said, just making it an extension of what we are internally and what yeah. we are in the office. Yeah. Um, and and the people out on the road and the, you know, everyone within the business. The, the website is just an extension of us, really. Yeah. Um,
1: uh, absolutely. I definitely agree with that. I definitely agree. Okay. Cool. So, Jake, I think you've given us loads and loads of yeah. things to think about there. And, I think um, it was a lot longer than we anticipated. This, it? This, like we said, there's the Post as well. Where yeah, there's more information about that. We we we're, we're, we're going to keep on adding um some more articles on. Yeah, there. I'm
0: working on um, a part two at the moment. Hopefully, it'll be ready before
1: Christmas. It Don't should be. be by the time uh, this podcast is out. It should uh, hopefully be. Uh, fingers crossed. Um, yeah. But yeah, cool. Cheers, Ross. Thanks very much. Thanks for, for being on, on Inspire today. Thank yeah. you for having me. Been very really good. It makes uh, a change being a guest on a podcast, of a podcast. <laughs> Yeah, definitely. So I uh, hope you found that really useful today uh, listening to that. Don't forget, we've got more in this series to come where we're going to focus in a little bit more on, on uh, social media, uh, paid advertising, uh, paid social media advertising, link building and design. So lots of other topics in this area to, uh, to look forward to, um, which I hope you all find uh, helpful. Um, if you have any questions or anything about this then please do reach out get in touch uh, and, and with, with myself um, and if you have any ideas or would like to take part in one of our podcasts as well then, then reach out and get in touch too it'd be great to talk to you so thank you very much for listening today and we'll be back soon with the next episode